Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Read! 
faithful, my, my, my. He's a faithful God to a, a people that haven't been faithful. Ah, This is our Bible study, and I'm Apostle Darlene, and just as usual, I need everybody just to please mute their phone. I promise you there'll be a time when uh, you'll be able to ask questions and, and, and give you a little testimony. But in the meantime, check your phone. I hear wind, so you might be driving. So everybody just check your phone. And if you're not muted, find the mute button on your phone or press star six to mute your phone, please. Thank you. I'll wait. Let me say it again in English. Check your phone. See if it's not muted. If it isn't muted, please mute it. Hallelujah. I have a good uh, Bible study on today. It took everything I had to get on, so I knew the enemy was going to try. If I have my prophetess event on, hallelujah, I need you to please uh, check the control pad and see who isn't muted, and please mute them. Um, I have, I'm have i on my Spartanburg and my Connecticut number, and please mute everybody else. Thank you. Oh, my God, not today. Before I got on the line, all of a sudden I had a lot of different pains in my body. I had to pray. I had to shake those off. Call glory to God. Hallelujah. So I already knew. But the thing is, this message is going to go forth. And whoever's being disobedient, you might as well hang up because you won't be blessed by the word at all. Because this is a message for people that are obedient. Amen. And if you're grown and you know how to dial the phone, you also know how to spell M-U-T-E, which says mute and find that button and push it. Glory to God. So God bless you, wherever you are. Uh, Prophetess Yvette, do I have you on? It's not today. The enemy wants me to hang up, but I'm not. Because I've been studying, and I believe that God's going to bless his people today. Glory to God. I got a good idea. Those of you that are on the line, glory to God. Please unmute your phone and let's speak in, in our heavenly language because the enemy thinks somebody's playing today. But it's not her, and I know it's not you either. Nobody got on the phone for this. Please pray in your heavenly language. Until the distraction is gone, the devil is a liar and a fool and a defeated foe. Not today. No, no, no. 
What I love is that we know that this word that God has, it's not going to return void, but it's going to accomplish that which it was set out to do, and that we will be blessed by this word. The word strengthens us, cleanses us, delivers us, and keeps us. When I was listening to the song, Glory to God, uh, by the Brooklyn Tabernacle, uh, many times I told some of you that um, uh, the young man in the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir was, uh, you know, someone that I knew, and he was my, the first guy that I was, you know, uh, really with, Glory to God. Uh, when I had left my dad at 18, Glory to God, I walked out the door and I went to live with this young man. He's going on to be with the Lord. Many times I would see it, and I know that he got saved and uh, all that, and then, you know, he, he was in the choir. But the good news is that God reminded me today, after all these times, and you know I've been playing this song for about three years because I love it. Uh, he's been faithful. I love mostly anything by the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir because they're anointed choir. But he reminded me that he kept me from the day that I was 18 years old and walked out of my dad's house till today. And same thing for you. And I never thought about that, that from that day to this day, and I wasn't even saved then, but God kept me. He's a keeper. And I thank God for him keeping me and keeping you. But we're going to teach, hallelujah, that God got so much more. 
Hallelujah. So, our Father and our God, in the name of Jesus, we come first of all, we just want to say thank you, God. Now, we thank you for this time that we set aside, Father God, to come, hallelujah, and learn of your word. You told us to do that. You said study to show yourself proof unto God, uh, a workman that needeth not being ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Spirit of the living God, I need you. I need you, because you, the Holy Ghost, you show us Jesus. I need you to teach through me. Even now I hide myself behind the cross. None of darling, no one cares what I think. But God, we need your word. We need a word from the Lord. Just one word can change our whole life and turn everything around. Oh, I thank you. Satan, you still bound. Because we bound you. We render you powerless on this line. No more distraction. No more confusion. We speak shalom on this line. We speak sound minds and clear minds. We thank you that this word would find good ground. Yes, and that it would remain. God, we're asking all these things in the name of Jesus the Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach. We're counting it done. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm talking about heaven on earth. Have you ever noticed that some people, glory to God, in a, that you get to meet, hallelujah, they just have a glow on them. Hallelujah. They're living in peace. Hallelujah. I'm not saying that they don't ever have a problem, but you can just tell that they're living in a different realm, glory to God. They're living in a place, that we're trying to get. And many of us, we've uh, searched ourselves because we found out for many of us where some of those holes are, glory to God, that we've been talking about for a while, where we've allowed access to the enemy, hallelujah. And all that's good because we must close up those holes. But also, some of us, we really don't even know because we're not taught the things that God has for his children. Uh, we've been told that, you know, uh, uh, you're just a sinner saved by grace. The devil is a liar. We are the righteousness of God. I'm no longer a sinner. I was, I was yet a sinner. He commended his love towards me. But once, hallelujah, I uh, named him, hallelujah, my Lord and Savior, then I became a son and a daughter of the Most High God. And with that, hallelujah, I have certain rights. Hallelujah, I have a certain covenant, and I have a certain agreement. And the good news is that God's going to keep his agreement. He's a covenant-keeping God. Hallelujah. And so if the covenant, hallelujah, is being broken, it's on my side. But the point of the matter is I need to know. Ah, my dad, I was looking today on my um, memories, and it was saying uh, today, a year ago, I lost my father. Well, now it's been three years today that my dad is gone. And I was blessed, like a lot of people aren't, that my dad did leave me something, glory to God. And that's how, thank God, because I would be messed up if my dad didn't leave me something. And I get a little something every month, glory to God, to uh, help me so that I can make it. He thought about me. And him being evil, the Bible says, uh, knows how to give good gifts and thought about his daughter. How much more our father. And he also has left us some things, our daddy, Abba Father. Glory to God. And so we need to know about the will. I remember that when my dad died, my sister was the executor of the estate, and people were saying, you really need to check and see exactly the amount that your dad uh, set for you and saved for you. Glory to God. Ah, and I'm saying that for us, many of us, we need to read the will too, the last testament, and find out what is it that God is saying that he has for his children. Because I don't want any of us to miss out. No, mm -mm, nothing. Glory to God. And sometimes we know it uh, in our mind, but it's not in our heart yet. A lot of times when you teach people, say, well, I already know this scripture. They say it's stuff I already know. 
Well, the bottom line is until we're living it, glory to God, we still haven't really learned it. Hallelujah. You can know things, hallelujah, uh, in a way, but you don't know something until you're living it. Just like for many of us, we've been taught, you know, you need to give your, pay your tithe and give your offering, and we know that. And sometimes we do it and sometimes we don't. But something happens, and that happened, I believe, when we were uh, teaching on the spirit of prosperity. I don't know about you, but for me it clicked. And for a few of you as well, well, we realize, my goodness, that tithe, hallelujah, is rebuking the devourer for my sake. And I need the devourer to be rebuked because he's around bugging me to death. And then my offering, glory to God, hallelujah, I'm giving it cheerfully, glory to God, to the, uh, the, the, the one who deserves it. He don't need it, but he deserves it. And as I give, hallelujah, as he tells me, glory to God, then, ah, Robo Shabbat, then now I'm in right standing and some things I can expect. And so we're learning. And the more we hear the word, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But I heard some things in the spirit, and it's a little different. Hallelujah, it's the same word. Hallelujah, but God gave it to me in a kind of different way today. And so let's um, begin, glory to God, hallelujah. Uh, I'm in Leviticus, the 25th chapter, the 42nd verse, glory to God. I just want to give a little background. And that scripture says, for they are my servants, which I brought forth out of the land of Egypt. They shall not be sold as bondmen. So we know here that God was talking about the children of Israel. And Leviticus, we know that that's under, hallelujah, the law. Hallelujah. Uh, glory to God. And so God said to the, um, he, uh, his Israelites, for his children, he said, you are my what? Servant. Keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Then in the 55th verse in that same chapter, it says, for unto me the children of Israel are servants. They are my servants whom I brought forth and out of the land of Egypt. My God, my God. Hallelujah. And so we know that the uh, Israelites, they were servants of God. Ah, somebody knows where I'm going with this. But then, hallelujah, we're coming into the New Testament. Come on now. The New Covenant. And it says in 1 John 3 and 1, Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, that we shall be called the children <laughs> of God. And so the Israelites were called servants. Come on now. Hallelujah. But we're called children. And as a child, glory to God. Uh, my sons, none of them, uh, and none of my children, period, are the ones that are living here and the ones whenever they come to visit, glory to God. They're not going to have no problem going in my refrigerator and taking out whatever they want. They're not going to have no kind of problem with the wall asking can they use my car or, or anything that's in this house because they know that I'm their mother, glory to God, and they're my children. And whatever I got, they got. Some of y'all the same way that are my spiritual children. Y'all don't have no problem, apostle, this is what's going on, blah, blah, blah. Hallelujah. Because you know you have that right. Hallelujah. And so we know, hallelujah, as children of the Most High God that we have some rights. Now we are the sons of God, and heaven's blessings are on us that are upon the earth. Whatever. The Bible says the earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof, the world, and they that dwell therein. There's nothing off limits that God will give to his children. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I'm going to go into Deuteronomy right now, glory to God, the 28th uh, chapter of Deuteronomy. And many of you all know about that as well. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Because see, there's some criteria. 
Rondo Shabbat. Well, this is what God is saying that he wants for us. It said, if you would listen diligently to the voice of the Lord, your God, being watchful to do all his commandments, which I command you this day, the Lord, your God, will set you high above all the nations of the earth. And we know he was talking to the Israelites there. But we already know that, hallelujah, that all the promises of Abraham and them are their ours. Hallelujah. A glory to God. And so he was telling them to keep the commandments. And at that time, it was those ten commandments. Amen. Hallelujah. It says, and all these blessings shall come up on you and overtake you if you heed the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the field. Come on now. Hallelujah. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And the fruit of your ground and the fruit of your beast, the increase of your cattle and the young of your flock. Blessed shall be your basket. Hallelujah. And your kneading trough. Blessed shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. Come on now. Ha, Rene I'm blessed going in and blessed going out. So are you. I like this part. The Lord shall cause your enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before your face. Uh, ha, he is Jehovah Gabor, a man of war. Hallelujah. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. The Lord shall command the blessing upon you in your storehouse and in all that you undertake. And he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God gives you. My, my, my. Well, so they were keeping the uh, Ten Commandments. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But what is uh, uh, God asking us to do now? Hallelujah. Glory to God. What is he telling us? He's telling us now that, Father, uh, that... um. Uh, we're in Matthew 22. We're in the New Testament. I know I'm jumping around. I'm going somewhere today. Matthew 22 and 37 says, Jesus declared, love the Lord your God with all your soul, my, 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 and with all your mind. And then the 38th verse says, this is the first and greatest commandment, 39. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. And then the 40th verse says, all the law and the prophets depend on these two commandments. So where they had ten, glory to God, uh, Jesus summed it up in really one commandment, that you would love him with your whole mind, heart, and soul, and that you would love your neighbor like yourself. And so these are the things that we have to keep if we want to live heaven on earth and tell the truth. I remember when I uh, was preaching everywhere. I was full-time in the ministry before I had children, and I remember I was seeing my sister be blessed, blessed, blessed. And I think I told you all some of this uh, before, some of you all have been on the line for a minute. And I couldn't understand why I'm the woman of God, of faith and power, laying hands on the sick and people falling out and blah, blah, blah. And it seemed that my sister was getting a little further than me, that the thing she just seemed like she just wanted something to happen. And the Holy Ghost spoke to me. And you know what he said? And you all need to listen to this. And see, I don't care. I don't got nothing to prove to nobody. I'm going to tell, tell my sins, okay, because God forgave me, and I thank God I'm not there anymore. Ha, krabo, shabbat. But he said, Darlene, your sister don't talk about nobody. Uh, and I just hurt some of my feelings. Don't be hurt. Repent and get over it. He said, your sister don't talk about nobody. Hallelujah. Uh, she just does what she's supposed to do. She works quietly. He said, and that's where uh, you're having a problem. Because I remember I told you I was laying on Elder Rose's couch one day, boo-hoo crying at the end of a service because I had heard that people had been talking about me after God blessed and moved. I was like, I'm so tired of talking about me. I can't take it. I promise you the Holy Ghost is just as calm. Just stop talking about other people. Ah, 
And some of us, that's what they do in our family. It's just something that people do, or we grew up like that, or we hear people doing that. But when you get to be saved, hallelujah, you got to keep his commandments. And if we're going to love our neighbor as ourselves, we're not going to talk about them because we don't want them talking about us. Now, there's a difference when you're going through something and you want prayer, and you say, well, you know, this is what's happening in my life, and I need you to pray, blah, blah, blah. But to sit there and run people down and gossip and talk about them, even for those of us that are saved, glory to God, even you don't even want to hear that. I cut people off. No, we're not doing that. Because I found out early on, I don't want nothing to stop up my blessing. She teaching. Because I love you. And we need to know the hindrance and things to keep us from living heaven on earth because it's God's, God's will. We know Adam and them jacked up because things would have been all that. We could have been living in a, a garden of Eden, doing what we do, having a good time, but they messed up. And so now, glory to God, you know, we got to do it. Uh, Jesus came as the second Adam, but this is what he's telling us to do so we can live heaven on earth. Hallelujah. And that's one thing that I know I had a problem with. And I know I have men on the line as well. And some men talk too much too. I'm just being real. And y'all, don't be mad. Clutch your pearls too. But the thing is, glory to God, we got to love each other. And that's where many of us are missing it. Have you ever heard people say, I don't want to talk to nobody. I don't mess with nobody. It's just me and God. Come on now. That's not going to work ever. Hallelujah. Uh, because how can you uh, not mess with nobody when God is telling you to love your neighbor? How are you going to love them if you don't deal with them, if you don't help them? And then, and, and, you know, and you don't have no fellowship. Ugh. And we've messed up because we've been hurt. We've been hurt. So we say, well, you know what? I ain't messing with nobody no more. That's not the answer. That's the answer that the enemy wants because now he got you isolated, and now he can mess with your mind. I was talking to someone today, no name, no blame, that I love dearly, and she had enough sense to reach out to the apostle and say, the, the enemy is telling me because she knew. Or so first she said, I'm feeling like nobody cares about me and nobody loves me. And we knew by the time we finished, we got off the line, we had prayed, we had a good time, glory to God, and we realized that is just a trick of the enemy. But the God is really elevating this person. And so the enemy wanted her to come out from among them, be separate, because that's the lie he told all of us, I don't know about like you. And, and he said to tell the leaders. Hallelujah. Sometimes I tell y'all, pray for the apostle because she's starting to feel weary, because she's feeling like she's giving everything just like most of all leaders do, and you feel like you're not getting nothing in return. I'm like, my God, I shouldn't have to, you know, be begging people to do uh, uh, so that I can uh, uh, have uh, something to eat or, or uh, something uh, to keep my water on or my phone on. It's ridiculous. And if I uh, got caught up, into how the people treat me, uh, I, I would lose it. But I still got to love. I still got to forgive. I got to go on. But it's a trick of the enemy to make many leaders. That's why you, when you uh, come to church sometimes, you look like your pastor been uh, uh, chewing on nails uh, because he's mad or she's mad because you feel like you're giving everything. But at the end of the day, hallelujah, that's a trick of the enemy to make us uh, have uh, something in our heart against each other. Glory to God. I got to love him. But if I love him, I'm going to love you. The Bible says, how can you hate your brother you've never seen? I mean, how can you say you love God who you've never seen, but then hate your brother who you see every day? And there's many of us that do. Hallelujah. Uh, we're secretly glad when we see something happen to somebody and they fall. Uh, glory to God. Even if they deserve it. Glory to God. But you can't glory in that, even when you see your enemy fall, because God's telling you to pray for them. And when you're really praying for somebody, you really aren't happy to see them fall. Hallelujah. 
I got some people that, you know, I ain't going to lie. A couple of years ago, if I would have heard something was going on, I would have been like, see, that's what you get. But now, hallelujah, I'm getting to the place where I have his heart. God don't want to see anybody perish. Hallelujah. He died for everybody. I know that we don't like that. And, and I'm just getting to a place now, I'm being honest, that I really can say I don't want to see nobody, and I mean nobody, go to hell. Because it will hurt the heart of God. And then, you know, uh, when people have hurt you, give it to God. Hallelujah. And guess what? You still got to love them. Did I say you got to hang out with them and have dinner and go shopping with them? No. But you have to love them, glory to God, with that agape love. Ha! I'm killing a demon. I feel it. I feel it in the spirit. Somebody's getting delivered. Ah! Because this word will deliver you. Glory to God. And see, the enemy didn't want this word to come through. Because some of y'all, that's where you're having a hard time. And that's real. And life is real. And our hurt and our pain is real. Oh, but God wants to kind of amend some hearts and, 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 and heal some wounds. Because he wants us to have this abundant life. Not this life where it's just enough. Many of us, we lived on just enough street or not enough street long enough. We're not just talking about prosperity and money. That's not what she's talking about. Listen to the Holy Ghost. Prosperity is not just money. Y'all already know. I can name a whole lot of names, but I'm not a name dropper. I've been to a whole bunch of different people's houses, hung around a whole bunch of people. They got a whole lot of money, and they are miserable. That's why I was invited to their house, to pray for them. Because they have what a lot of people are trying to aspire to. So we're not talking about money. Because money answers some things, but money don't answer peace. Because a lot of them have all this money, but no peace. And so we're talking about relationship. If our relationship with God and others, hallelujah, is blessed, then we can have every single thing and all that comes with it. Ah, Glory to God. God had me go to Micah 6 and 8, and it says, He hath showed thee, O man, what is good and what doth the Lord require of thee. Some of us really don't even know what God requires of us. Hallelujah. We just think, well, I'm just going to do my best. <laughs> Hallelujah. And that's a good thing. That's a good place to start. But how can we know what's required of us? Have you ever gone on a job and the boss is yelling at you uh, because you didn't do something right, but nobody told you, you know, oh, how you should do it? I took my son to the dentist today, and it was also a time for me to go as well. And the lady said to me, um, well, because you came from another dentist, that your first uh, visit here, uh, you have to pay for it. I'm like, huh? And so she said, so what you want to do? I said, well, I, I, don't, mind. I don't have a, a, a $49 to give to the dentist today. She said, okay, so then that's going to be a day that you didn't. This is what she said the nurse to tell me today. So that means that's a day that uh, you didn't give us a 24-hour notice that you weren't coming. I'm standing right there. She's telling me uh, that I can't be seen if I don't have money because I'm coming from another dentist uh, and Medicaid won't pay and blah, blah, blah. And I'm looking at her like I'm confused. Glory to God. I said, Miss, I said, I'm not from around here. I said, I really don't know your little rules. That's what I said verbatim. And she looked, I guess she felt sorry for me. So she said, well, you know what, we can bill you for this first thing. But what are you trying to say? I'm saying that sometimes we don't know the rules. People act like we should know the rules, and they want to penalize us. But it's the same thing. We have to know this word. We have to read this word because many of us are being penalized for rules we don't know. 
So that's why we're having Bible study. So we'll know, where am I missing it? Where am I falling short? Some of you have been searching your heart. Lord, I'm doing everything I know to do. Where am I missing it? And so that's why I believe he had me to teach this on today. And Micah 6 and 8, it kind of, um, to me, it summarizes everything kind of like, um, you know, the commandment we just learned about loving the Lord and loving each other. But Micah 6 and 8 says, He have showed thee, O man, what is good and what doth the Lord require of thee. Meaning, what does God expect of us? And you know what it says? But to do justly. That means to be a person that has um, uh, that treats people in the, in the way that you want to be treated. Come on now. And you treat people in a just manner. And it says, and to love mercy. We've got to be merciful, family. We want mercy, but we don't want to give mercy to others. God has dealt with me that so many times. Darling, why are you being so hard on your kids? They just doing what uh, you did before or some stuff that they've seen you do. I'm being real. And now you want to be mad at them? I remember uh, one of, a teacher used to call and say, Hope got this fresh mouth. And then I'm like, Hope, what did you say? And when she said what she said, I'm like, oops, because it sounded like me, just had her voice. She was saying what I said. And so now she's getting in trouble. Come on now. And so I needed to give hope, mercy, glory to God, hallelujah, because uh, she just was, uh, had some learned behavior, hallelujah. And so sometimes we want mercy, but we don't want to give mercy to people that's doing the same thing uh, that she's doing. I mean, it's doing the same thing that we're doing. Ah, I hear you, Holy Ghost. He said go deeper, so I got to go deeper. Some of us don't like people because they remind us of ourselves. Uh, some people don't. Some of us don't like people because uh, they're doing the same thing and they have the same problem that we secretly have, and so it, it's like looking in a mirror and it convicts us. Mm. And then it says, and to walk humbly with thy God. When you're humble, you're not going to exalt yourself. You're going to be like in First Corinthians, the thirteenth chapter. Hallelujah. I'm going to turn to that. I didn't have that in my notes, but I'm going to turn to that. Hallelujah. Because when we're humble, hallelujah, we're walking in love and showing mercy that we're going to fulfill First um, Corinthians, the 13th chapter. Amen. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. I'm reading out the Amplified Bible. Oops, that's 2 Corinthians. <laughs> okay. I was like, wait a minute, this don't look like no description. Try first Corinthians, darling. Okay. He said they they teach Torah. She ne 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 karatare de diosa. Teach Holy Ghost. Teach this thing, cause we want to be free. Cause whom the Son sets free is free indeed. We want to be blessed. We went through enough. Come on now. Karanda de shere shababa. Karatote shere shababa. Show us the way. Hallelujah. To freedom. Karanda de shaba. It says, if I can speak in the tongues of men and even of angels, but have not love, that reasoning, intentional, spiritual devotion, such as inspired by God's love for and in us, I'm only a noisy gong and a clanging cymbal. And some of y'all know that. Some of y'all have listened to people, glory to God, and they spoke eloquently, but it wasn't resonating in, in your heart. You wasn't getting anything. Hallelujah. I feel so blessed when people say, Apostle, uh, when you preach or you teach, it's like it goes straight into me. Hallelujah. I'm not sounding like that noisy gong because I pray that I'm speaking the truth in love. Amen. And if I have prophetic powers, the gift of interpreting, uh, this is the uh, amplified version for 
those of you that are wondering uh, what version it is. And the gift of interpreting the divine will and purpose and understand all the secret truths and mysteries and possess knowledge. And if I have sufficient faith so I can remove mountains, but I have not love, God's love in me, I'm nothing. A useless nobody, isn't that something? We got some prophets that can prophesy, tell you what you have for breakfast, give you your address, your social security number, and then they're not doing nothing. If they're doing it, hallelujah, for the wrong reasons and they're not loving. Ah, they just merchandising and, and showing off the gift so that uh, you can give them a dollar. They tell you your own name and social security number. Okay. Even if I dole out all that I have to the poor in providing food, and if I surrender my body to be burned in order that I may glory but have not love, God's loving me, I gain nothing. And how many entrepreneurs and uh, philanthropists, philanthropists, thank you, Holy Ghost, <laughs> Okay, philanthropists that we have, hallelujah, that are going to hell. And it's sad. We got a lot of people in the world that will give. Some of them are given to uh, Harvey and Irma and Jose and everybody and on their way to hell. Because guess what? They don't have the love of God, hallelujah. Uh, they just have the love of, uh, of what they think to do. They're not uh, doing it, uh, glory to God, uh, in God's name. They're doing it in their name, hallelujah, uh, so that people can look and say, oh, isn't so-and-so so nasty? Look at them. They got billions of dollars, and they gave a 1000 Love endures more. You heard what I said? Love, real love, it endures long. People say, Apostle, how can you take uh, all this and that and that? Because I, really, I promise you on everything that's holy, with the angels sitting here looking at me, I love God's people. I do. And that's why I'm able to endure a whole lot. Because I really, really do love uh, people and God, especially God's people, and I want to see us make it. And so love will endure long. It doesn't be like, well, listen, you made a mistake, but bye-bye. No. Uh-uh. That's not love. And it's patient mm. and kind. Now I'm working on the kind. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, I, I think I'm kind. I could be kinder. Hallelujah. And how I, uh, my, my presentation, I believe. Love never is envious nor boils over with jealousy. It's not boastful or vainglorious. does not display itself haughtily. Ain't nothing worse. I can't stand it. I promise on everything. The people that I have found that have the most, that people like, oh, you know so-and-so, they are some of the most kindest down-to-earth people. It's the wannabes. It's the people in their crew and their posse, uh, the, the side, the, the, the wingman and all that, the people that roll with that person. They are the worst. But the people that really have it going on, hallelujah, I found them to be uh, not acting haughty. Who likes to be around anybody that's acting, oh, yes, uh, pull your nose down, boo, before you fall. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. So uh, I, I can't stand I can't stand to be around that. I don't like to be around no ministry. I walk in and I'm smelling that, that you think you're better than. Child got to go because Jesus ain't there. It's not conceited, uh-oh. Ooh, don't get mad. There's nothing wrong with a selfie. Hallelujah. Even though I can't stand to see grown people in a bathroom, one of the person I love, uh, she, she, I doubt she's on the line. I love her. She's from my old church, and uh, she had a selfie today, greased up arms and legs in the bathroom at her job. I'm like, come on, boo. She look, she's looking a lot cuter than she used to be, but mm, we're going to leave it alone. Arrogant and inflated with pride. It's not rude unmannerly and does not become unbecomingly loves god in us does not insist on its own rights or its own way 
Hallelujah. When you're under a ministry or a covenant or marriage, hallelujah, you don't insist on your own rights. Not if you're really loving somebody. Sometimes you let stuff go. Hallelujah. I'm just teaching us how to get along with people and to love them so that we can have heaven on earth. Hallelujah. Because that was God's will when he died. Hallelujah. That his will would be done on earth as it is in heaven and be done in your life, that you would be blessed and have the fullness of joy. She's just teaching. Please don't be mad. That's the word. Don't get mad at the word. The word's trying to help you. For it's not self-seeking. It's not touchy or fretful or resentful. Ooh, I'm talking to the women for a minute. Some of y'all know some of us are just real touchy. I know we got those months and days uh -huh, during the month that, but come on, you, it ain't no 30 days or 31 days that you, you know, that's happening. Some of us might be going through the change, but whatever it is, the Holy Ghost is still a healer. Glory to God. Ask for some healing because don't nobody want to be around nobody touchy because you don't know how they're going to act. There's some people I don't really mess with. I love them, but I don't mess with them because I don't know. Am I going to get salty, happy, sad? Ain't nobody got time for that. We got our own problems. And so don't be that person. Don't be that's why, you know, you're as pretty as you can be. Hallelujah. And, 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 and you know, you don't have a husband. <laughs> Teaching. Yo, man, don't be mad. Because, you know, God's not going to send one of his sons uh, to be around you and you treating them all kind of ways because you touchy. Find out why you touchy. And some of us are touchy because we still hurt it. And so we got to handle that. We got to say, God, show me. Why am I moody? Why am I touchy? Why am I off, uh, you know, uh, off and on and, and you know, and, and acting bipolar, but I'm not. Uh, teach tonight, Holy Ghost. It takes no account of the evil done to it. Uh-oh. Should I say that again? Y'all don't want to hear that part, right? Well, I'm going to say it anyway. It takes no account of the evil done to it. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. That's where many of us are caught up right there, that spirit of offense. We've preached and taught about that before, offense, being offended. Every day we have plenty of time to be offended because somebody's always going to try to offend us, like today. I, I, ah, I was so glad I had prayed before I got to the dentist. It was early. I was tired. I got off morning glory, had to drag my son, and, and then I, too, needed to be seen. And this lady's telling me that I didn't follow some rule that I didn't know. And so it would have been easy to get offended and just bop her because there wasn't, no, wasn't no kind of window between me and her. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm going to tell the truth what I did do. I rolled my eyes. Like I said, uh-uh, you're too big to be, you're too old to be rolling your eyes. But that's just, ah, I did that so that I could, you know, not say something uh, that I would have to give an account for later. And so God said, uh-uh. But once I got my spirit together and I calmed down and spoke to my own heart, the lady turned around and she was nice. Amen. And when I, before I left, I said, thank you. I appreciate you. And now we're cool. Amen. So you, we all have an opportunity to be offended. You all had opportunities all day to be offended, too. And so the thing is we can't um, take that opportunity and, and, and you know, and, and then be mad and upset because now the enemy won. Just like when I got on the line just now, tired. And here I'm here, people, you know, won't move their phone or whatever's going on. Instead of me just yelling like she would have done a couple years ago, I had us pray. And now look, it's shalom on the line. So we're learning. Uh, I told you all that the word um, for offense comes from the word scandalog. Glory to God, which is a Hebrew word. And it's the same thing. It's the trap that, you know, they have in the woods so they can trap the animals. And when you, hallelujah, when you take the bait, it's like you're trapped, just like those animals. You know how they step and boop, 
uh, and pulls them up in the, um, into a, a little trap, glory to God, and they're hanging from the tree. Well, that's how some of us are. Well, the devil is a liar, not no more, because we're learning this word, and we're going to keep it, and we're going to hold on to it when we see uh, some mother's son or some mother's daughter now trying to be in our face or say something crazy, and before we would have, you know, just been mad for days. No, we're, gonna, we're not going to feed into it. Amen. It says it does not rejoice at injustice, and that's what we just learned in Micah the sixth uh, chapter and eighth verse. God wants to to walk and do justly, to act just, to treat people right, hallelujah, and not be glad, hallelujah, when you see other people treated unjustly, you know. No, don't be deep down inside glad because you see somebody fall, no. But rejoices when truth, uh, I'm sorry, but rejoices when right and truth prevail. And this is the last verse. It says, love bears up under anything and everything that comes is ever ready to believe the best of every person. Hallelujah. It's hopes and are faithless under all circumstances and endures everything without weakening. Love never fails, never fades out or becomes obsolete or comes to an end. Hallelujah. And that's what's up. That's true love and it never fails. Amen. Hallelujah. And so when we're learning how to do those things, when we're walking in love, we're loving God with our whole heart, mind, and soul, hallelujah, then as the sons and daughters of God, hallelujah, we can have his promises, like in 3 John 1 and 2. It says, Beloved, I wish above all things, this is God speaking to us, that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. Jesus is telling you over and over again that this is what he wants for you. It's his will for you to live glory to God and and have all the blessings, hallelujah, that they're having in glory for you to have it here. He died for that. My, my, my. He said, my peace, my peace I give unto you, glory to God. And then, you know, um, let me say this. Psalm 84 and 11, for the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory, no good thing. Will he withhold from them that walk uprightly? And now you don't have to wonder, well, Pastor, what does that mean? I just told you. To walk uprightly, hallelujah, you love the Lord, your God, with all your soul and with all your mind, hallelujah. And then you love your neighbor, hallelujah, as you love yourself, amen? And then all the law and the prophets are depending on those two commandments, hallelujah, that you do those things. And then I promise you, hallelujah, uh, with everything that's in me, then you'll see your life change. I'm a witness. I stop talking about people. Hallelujah. I might discuss what I'm going through, but you'll never hear apostle running down nobody, good or bad. I say what I got to say, and I keep it moving. Hallelujah. And I try my best, hallelujah, to love everybody no matter what. And some of y'all that are close to me, y'all know that because y'all be like, Apostle, why are you still bothering with blah, 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 person? I'm like, I don't know. I got that heart. And I'd rather have my heart broken loving people than to hurt the heart of God not loving people. Because when my heart gets broke, God heals it every time. But I would rather err on the side of loving people too much um, than not love them the way he would have me to love them. Amen. So if you have any questions or a prayer request or a testimony, this is your time. Amen. Well, Papa, I have a testimony. Go ahead, baby. Um, around 12 noon today. We can't, I don't know about everybody else, but I can't hear you so good, Sister Regina. Okay, can you hear me now? 
Can somebody open Hello? up your phone and see if they can hear? I don't hear her that good. Is it just me? Does she sound far away? Like she's in Iraq. I said I can't hear. I don't hear that. Maybe it is my phone. Because whoever just said, I can't hear her. I can't hear you neither. Maybe it's my phone. Let me see. Let me see my other phone. Okay. I hear daddy, though. Yeah, that's better. It's my phone. Sorry. Okay. Uh, I just wanted, I just want to give a testimony because everything you said at the beginning, it clarified. I got delivered. It clarified some things that the Lord was telling me. Uh, I got some news. It was some news that the old agreement was going to so far up, but I thank the Lord. The news that I got that I wasn't in the will. They put my father in the nursing home. There's some things that they had to go do. And the Lord told me, you're not going. You need to just stay here and let me handle it because everything I've been telling you, they're about to face it, and you've been delivered from it, but they're not delivered from it. So when they told me that there was nothing in the will for me, it didn't bother me because I said, Lord, you warned me. And he said, what you have to understand, and what I did to the devil, I picked my Bible up, and I said, I may not so the natural will, but I only the will. I've inherited this word, and I thank you, Lord, that by your grace, which is what I can't have, you're going to let me have. Because everything in this apartment now was, is not of mine, but you gave it to me of myself. So if you can do that, God knows what you're about to do for me now. So I just thank you because the same thing said to this, uh, this afternoon, I said it quelled me when the enemy came up. And like my father told me, he said, you know, sometimes I bring things in front of your face because it's not to hurt you, but it's to let you know I'm trying to get you delivered. You know, sometimes I say, Lord, why is this person aggravating me? Why is this person getting on my nerves? Is it me? He said, yep, because you are going through something and you think you delivered me. So usually when somebody says to me, I said, okay, God, I'm either going to pray or if something having to do with me that you want to deliver me from. So I thank the Lord. And the Lord told me, even when my daddy could do for me, you know, he says he can't give you what he has never experienced. He can't show you love or provide for you if he was not taught to do it as a man or as a father. So that freed me and delivered me. So I just thank you for this ministry. I thank you for uh, clarifying the word, and I thank you for bringing the word and encouraging us and just clarifying some things tonight. Well, amen. God bless you. And you know, I thank you for you, too, because <laughs> I clarify some things, and you be clarifying some things for me as well. So that's who we are. We're helpers one to another. Amen. God bless you. Anybody else have a, a testimony or a question I or I a comment? Say, I want to say something, Pastor. This is Go ahead. Hey, Felicia. Um, hey. <laughs> Ever since you told me what to do, um, I didn't know what was going on. But it was unforgiveness, huh? And as I began to write the list, you know, not knowing what was going to pop up, but the Holy Ghost huh, was bringing up all these names 
that I had totally forgot about, incidents I had totally forgotten about and was harboring ill will feelings. And I had thought that I forgot, I mean, I forgave them, but I was suppressing it. And as I wrote them down, I thank God I was, I'm beginning to forgive them. I haven't completely, because a lot of things um, scarred me really deep, but it's a start. And I can feel um, the start, and I'm so grateful because these things are necessary to move on in Christ. I don't want to be stagnated. I don't want to be um, hindering my blessings or get in the way of what God wanted to do in my life. So I must do these things. They're not always easy, but with the help of the Holy Spirit, I am able to look at what happened to me, finally look at it and not push it down, and thank God for being able to begin forgiving. So I thank you, Apostle. You have no idea. I just thank you so much. And I give God the glory for you. Hello. Hello. I just want to say, you know, I, hello. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. I wanted to say that um, I love, love, love you, and I know that that's a hard thing to do, and uh, that takes courage. There's so many people that rather spend $150 an hour laying on somebody's couch. You know, and the person got more problems than them. We telling the psychiatrist, and then after we finish telling the psychiatrist, the psychiatrist goes to see their own psychiatrist, and it's just a cycle, you know, and it's just hanging in the air. But when we hallelujah, tell the Father, He's the healer. You hear the people in the world saying you're cured, but that's not true. Uh, you hear people that go to the A double, you know, the AA meetings. I'm a, hi, my name's Joe. I'm an alcoholic, and they're gonna say that till they see Jesus or whoever they're gonna see. But no, about all of us, we were were ex this or ex that. If any man, hey, be in Christ, he's a new creation. Behold, old things are passed away, and all things become new. God heals us. Hallelujah. We can change. And so uh, I thank God because it's free. God pays the price Amen. for you to be healed and whole. You don't got to spend no money to go tell nobody nothing. Tell your daddy. And be open and honest. And I'm so proud of you because you said, listen, I still ain't finished. I still ain't finished forgiving some people. Hallelujah. And open confession is good for the soul. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. But guess what? You're on your way. Hallelujah. You will get on the line one day. You know what? I'm free. And like I always say, that's a continuous thing. You've got to keep checking your heart. Because like I said, every day you have the opportunity to be offended. And my son was like, well, Mommy, I'm proud of you. <laughs> that means I usually don't act so good, right? Come on now. For my son, I'm proud of you, Mom. Mm-hmm. But we're getting there. Hallelujah. Faith, you know, every day. So I'm proud of you. Hallelujah. I'm godly proud of you. And you just keep on. Hallelujah. Because God got some good things in store. For you and your children. Amen? Amen. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. Anybody else? Glory to God. Hallelujah. Good evening. I have a prayer request. Okay. Um, I've been, it's a little embarrassing, but I'm going to say it. I've been dealing with, um, it's a skin issue, uh, mm-hmm. the uh, dermatitis. It's like mm-hmm. psoriasis. I've been dealing with it for like maybe about four years now, maybe going on five years. And mm-hmm. I've been to the dermatologist. I took um, medicine. I got the cream. And um, nothing, it helps it, but doesn't stop it. And mm-hmm. like it, I mean, head to toe all over. And I got dry skin too, and I know it's a part of it. Scalp mm-hmm. itch, you know, all over. This. And they got me taking medicine, and I'm supposed to, I was taking medicine once once every two weeks. Now it's getting worse. I'm taking medicine two or three times a week. And I don't want to be in medicine for the rest of my life because my skin, it, it's just so bad for a turn gray and I cut and crawl on my skin. And I don't care where I'm at, I have to sweat. So um, it looks like psoriasis, it's a dermatitis, eczema, kind of all of them combined. And I'm just want you to pray that, you know, <laughs> that God is doing me something to go away. It's a terrible um, situation when you've got an itch and your skin on fire and, you know, you can't sleep. It'll wake me up out of my sleep and I got to take the pose. And when I take the pose, it knocks me out. So I have a ticket and I get off from work and, you know, and I'm sleeping. So I do wake up the next morning. And when I get up the next morning, um, I'm still sleeping, you know, just so, um, just so beside me, you know, the pearl. I'm so sleepy, driving, because you can't drive, you know, while you're taking it. But um, my next one, if I'm taking the pearl the night before, you know, I'm so sleepy. And I'm just tired of it. I I haven't playing, but, you know, I, I don't know. I figure I'll tell myself, um, ask the prayer for it, because it's, it's just weird, really wearing me down. With, um, Amen. It, yeah. Well, firstly, let me say this. What you have is not um, uh, infirmity. What you have is uh, it's a spirit. Uh, the, uh, the root thing is, again, isn't that something? Unforgiveness. And I can speak on that because there was a time when I was married that my whole hand, it looked like eczema as well. And I was steadily scratching. And God said it's because you're not forgiven and you're stressing, but you're not forgiving him. Hallelujah. And not just him. There were some other people I wasn't forgiven. And a lot of the time during my marriage, I don't care what kind of cream I put, all it did was burn. But it would still itch again. I know what you're saying. And it would spread. Mm-hmm. Glory to God. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you what happened. One day I went to a beach. And that was when I had finally did what I had to do. And I went to the beach, and I put my hand in salt water. I promise you on everything that's holy, Sister LeVette. When I put my hand back out, it was like new baby skin. And from that day to this day, I have never had the problem again. But the problem was because of unforgiveness and because I was feeding into things, and then, and God had been telling me I had to forgive. And I'm thinking that I did, but I didn't. And it's because he constantly kept doing something. As soon as I forgave, here goes something else. And so just like you and I, we've spoken before, I had to come out from among And you're going to have to, too. So you can really get forgive and be able to forgive. Because some people, right. you, we just keep being around them, and we forgive them that day, and we're over it, and we're feeling better. We've been praising God. And as soon as we come back into the house, here we go. And it starts, and it's a cycle. And God mm-hmm. wants to heal you. But you can't, a lot of people have arthritis, same thing, of neck problems, 
And usually all that itching and stuff, as soon as you said it, the Holy Ghost said, it's not um, the uh, infirmity, it's uh, a spirit. We can put topical things on all day long. A lot of uh, sickness is coming from the inside out. Mm. The Bible tells us it's not what comes into us that defiles us, it's what comes out. And that's what's happening. Uh, your body is reacting uh, to the uh, situation that you're going through. I promise you, and everything that's holy, because you know, I do not play with God. If I didn't know, I'll say, girl, I'm not sure, let me pray. But I know. As soon as you spoke, the Holy Ghost said, she has to forgive, and she has to come out from among them and be separate. And then your whole body will be at peace. Because there's other things going on in your body as well. As a result of all this And it's not even your fault Because like I said Your heart is right You want to forgive But when it Just like our uh, Sister Felicia uh, You've had some Terrible things done to you as well And then But see she's not um, Well anyway I'm just saying that This comes a point Where we have to just Come out from among them Glory to God And, and I love my kids And I miss my kids But can I tell the truth Tell it Child, since I got away, I got more peace, <laughs> more joy. Mm-hmm. I can see better than I was seeing because I don't have to keep putting out fires and dealing with uh, this one problem and that and all that. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes mm-hmm. God just says enough is enough. Now your body is talking to you, um, Sister Lovette. It's saying the wow. same thing that God's been saying. You got to go. You got to go. You got to go, baby girl. And so you can be healed, and them babies you have can be healed. Because after a while, you're going to start seeing things on them as well, symptoms and stuff. You'll be like, well, how this happened? And then because the kids, they can't even articulate what's going on. But they all feel all the, you know, pain and different things. You see how kids be having stomach aches sometimes and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and it's coming from things that's going on around them. And even because of us, because they feel our spirits because they're attached to us and they love us. So sometimes I did things because uh, for my kids. I thought I stayed in the situation for my kids. But I said, no, uh, you better come out. You're trying to save these kids. You come out, save yourself and those kids. And so that's right. what the thing is. But, Father, I thank you right now that you would give this your daughter wisdom and how to maneuver and what to do. I thank God speaking to this sacrendish. I'm saying peace be still in the name of Jesus. you got a, a cease and desist. It's enough. All these eruptions. All this inflammation. All this dis-ease, the blood. I render you powerless. I speak shalom to her mind, body, spirit, emotion. I thank you right now that she will come out of that trap. She will no longer be offended. No, to see whom the sun sets free is free indeed. And so I thank you, Father, that she will forgive and that she also, will keep on walking and forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth to those things which are before. And before her is health, wealth, peace, and strength, and unspeakable joy, thus saith the Lord. When you when you finally come out from among them and be separate, Thus save the Lord. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen, Shazam. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 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 Sister Regina, is there something that you have wanted to say? No, I'm okay. Okay, cool. I thought maybe you had something uh, concerning what I had just said. Yes, Lord. 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 Y
See, the good thing about uh, being in an alliance is that uh, the Bible says we prophesy in part. See, I'll get a piece, and maybe there's another prophet on the line that'll get something else. And I don't have no problem moving out the way and making sure that the people that God is speaking through get a chance. Because that's how we get blessed. Nobody got it all. God showed me that part, and he might have showed someone else on the line something else. Our goal is to help each other. I want to see a Levette. I love her. I want to see her blessed and made whole. Hallelujah. And so if, if, if it's not, uh, you know, if anybody got something that they think is, and it's God, <laughs> then uh, she want to know. Because when you get to a certain place and you're going through, sometimes you talk to people that you wouldn't even necessarily talk to if they got the remedy. Amen? That's all I'm saying. Hallelujah. But uh, baby girl, you're on your way. God said to tell you that Shakrinda, the end is closer than you think. Let's say the Lord. I have to tell you that. Uh-huh. Uh, there's going to be a change in one of the situations. When you went, they told you one thing, but God said, He's fixing it, He's turning it around. That one of the places that you have gone to, that they are going to make a way. Uh-huh. I said to go humble. Humble. Go humble. Like I had to do today. Mm-hmm. I had to swallow it back down because, like I said, she could have got it. But when I humbled myself, then God fixed it. I had mercy. Come on now. And then the other person who was in control, they thought. See, I heard you heard me, heard me say they thought. Hallelujah. God is in control. But sometimes he wants us to humble ourselves. Come on now. And, and then you'll see. See, that's all I wanted you to do, daughter. I wanted you to stay humble so I can fight the battle. And that's what he's saying for you, too. There's a place he's going to show you. Check back to that place. And see what happens this time. Thus save the Lord. Amen. My God, my God. The Holy Ghost is on the line, family. If there's anything that you have need of now, ask the Lord. And he'll give. Many of us need wisdom. Some of us need how to know how to study to be quiet, thus save the Lord, and do our own business. I'm sorry. I'm just a messenger. Some of us are so worried about some other stuff that other people are going through, because it makes it so we don't have to uh, deal with what we're going through. But God said, tell them, I said, to study to be quiet. First of all, he wants to talk to you. And second of all, he doesn't want you meddling. Ah, I'm sorry, meddling in other people's uh, business. Thus saith the Lord. I know this is a hard uh, pill to swallow tonight. Not and as me, a prophet... But see, everybody's not like you. I got some people that are going to be like, well, she mean, no. As a prophet, sometimes you don't always have a child. You're going to have cars and houses and land. You don't always have that message. But because when you love people, the Bible says, whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth. Hallelujah. Correct me. You have my spirit, uh, Felicia. You want to be cor- corrected. I do, too. Don't have me bumping my head on the wall, and you saw the wall. There ain't nobody said nothing. I thought it was, you know, a mirage. Hallelujah. Tell me. 
But I, I, I've been through this for a minute. I've been ministering for a while, and some people love it to be corrected. And those are the ones that you see progress and get better. And then some just have the, the thin skin, and the enemy's telling them, she being me. She's talking about you. She's telling your business. And I don't even know your business. It's the Holy Ghost knows. He loves you. And he wants us to be blessed. You know, Jesus died for that. You think Jesus came so that you can have, um, you know, a, a pot of beans and, you know, and, and, and a hamburger every now and then? No. He wants you to have a, a beautiful, abundant life. He wants your joy to be full, not just a little bit of joy every couple of months or once a year. No. He said, I came that your joy would be full. Hallelujah. So we got to find out why the joy isn't full. And it's not because he didn't die for it to happen. Whew. Amen. Anybody else? Can we just pray for one of the saints? Um, I know she needs a kidney transplant. And um, What's her name? I've been, her name is Deborah. Deborah? Okay. Uh-huh, Deborah. Please pray. Uh, that sister Deborah get a, uh, she don't even have to get a transplant. She can get her new kidney because there's kidneys in heaven. Well, whatever way God wants to do it, uh, please pray, Sister Regina, for her. Thank you. Father God, I thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. I lift up this woman of God who needs a kidney, Father. Father God, I don't have to go further. All I have to go is to Jehovah Rapha, the healer. There is kidneys in a warehouse up in heaven. There is a kidney with a name on it, God. And I thank you, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that you're going to use her, Father God, to be a witness unto you right in that hospital room, God. I thank you right now that you have released the angel with that kidney, Lord God. I thank you right now you are even able to grow her a kidney right now, Father God. And I thank you in the name of Jesus that everything else, oh God, that's not of you that's in her body. God, you are dismantling it right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for healing up her mind, Lord God, healing up her spirit, Lord God. I thank you, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that she will have a testimony for the nurses and the doctors as well as her family, oh God, because God, if there's one thing we understand, hand. There is nothing too hard for you. There's nothing too hard for our God. He still reigns on that throne. He still provides. He still is a healer. He is still known to do the seemingly abundantly above all, more than what we can ask or even think of God. So God, every person even on this line that needs an emergency situation from you, oh God, anybody that there know a standing in the gap for Father God. I thank you right now, God, that you're answering their desire right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And bless the woman of God who's standing in the gap for her, Father God, because you are the miracle worker. You're still the healer, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And we say amen. Amen. I want to say to Sister Lavette that while, um, Sister Regina was praying. I looked, and Holy Ghost said, look at your hand. And on my left hand, it's real, real shiny. And God said to tell you that that's where your healing is going to begin, that you're going to start looking at your hands, and you're going to have new skin, thus saith the Lord. I am the God that healeth thee. I am the Lord, your healer. 
I sent my word and healed your disease. I am the Lord, your healer. And healing is for any part. It could be any part in your body, your mind, your spirit, your soul. I am the God. Your finances, that healeth thee. I am the Lord, your healer. I sent my word and healed your disease. I am the Lord, your healer. Anything that takes away the ease, hallelujah, that God wants us to have, hallelujah. God came for us to have uh, ease and security. That's what God came uh, for his children. I am the God that healeth thee. I am the Lord, your healer. I sent my word. To heal your disease, I am the Lord, your healer. God, we thank you right now that you're our healer. You can heal relationships. Come on now. You can heal circumstances. You can heal minds, whatever we have the need of, Father. You're able to heal. You are. Jehovah Rapha, you sent your word, and it healed them. If you believe that, can we give him some worship and some praise? For those of you that receive the the word, in Exodus that says he sent his word, he can heal families, he can heal marriages, he's a healer. Is it all right if we give him some honor and praise and glory right now? I love you, Lord. 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 I love you,
Oh, God, this is our story. <laughs> this is our song. Yes, it is. We're going to praise you, Father. In all things, we're going to give you thanks because this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. We're going to love you with our whole mind, heart, soul, and spirit. And we're going to love each other. Yes, we are. We're going to forgive, and we're going to walk on our high places. We're going to see what you promised us. Yes, we are. We're going to see it come into fruition. Every promise that you've given us. Yes, we are. We're going to hold on. Hope against hope and faith against faith. We're going to fight the good fight of faith. We're not leaving no blessings here. Uh -uh. No, no, no. We're going to have everything that you promised us. Yes, we are. Because we're yes. going to do it your way. You said no That's good right, thing. right, Jesus. Mm. 
will you withhold from them that walk upright? And, Father, you're teaching us that. Help us, Father, to hold on. I thank you, Father. We're not going to be weary and well-doing, because you said we'll soon reap if we faint not. And so I thank you, Father. You're giving hope to the hopeless. Ah, you said hope makes us not ashamed. My God, my God. And so I thank you right now that you're giving us new hope, new strength, new joy, and new faith, because without faith it's impossible to please you. And so, Father, we're going to look at those things. Uh huh. We're going to call things and decree, declare those things that be not as though they were. We're going to say what you say about the situation. No longer are we going to be saying, well, uh, this is my sickness. No, no, no. Not when you came and you took stripes. We have no sickness. Mm. We're not going to say that we're poor. You said, let the poor say I'm rich. We're not going to be talking about broke this. No, no, no. Because we're in covenant with you, and there was nothing broke about you. Hallelujah. And so, Father, help us now to remember that the power of life and death is in these tongues. And as and as we think, as a man think, if so is he. And so I think that everyone on this line, we are a royal priesthood. Yes, we are. We're a peculiar generation. And all the promises that you gave to Abraham, they belong to us. And so we're Amen. speaking that over us, our children, our grandchildren, and everything that pertains to us. I thank you that we are mighty intercessors, as our apostle Stephen Lane calls us. Uh huh. I thank you, that we're entrepreneurs, as our prophetess Setsu tells us. Uh huh. And I thank you, Father, for every ministry on this line, because everyone on this line has a ministry, and they have an assignment, and we shall complete the assignment that you've given us. Father, I'm asking this, and I'm asking it, and I'm believing it, and I'm calling it done. In the name of Jesus the Christ, and the people of the Most High God said amen. Amen. Amen and amen. And so now, Lord, let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart be acceptable in thy sight. O oh, Lord, our strength and our redeemer. Family, tomorrow, instead of us having our power, we will be on the clarion call. Hallelujah. We're going to blow the shofar. And watch God do just what he does. He's going to part the heavens. And I have some anointed intercessors. Not that all you are not, because you all are. Hallelujah. But some have been selected to pray a certain thing. And come be with us. Hallelujah. Don't let the people that's not part of this ministry come and get on the line and get blessed. And, and this is y'all's ministry ministry, come on and be with us and get blessed and pray as we pray. I love, love, love you, and I'm going to see you tomorrow at the clarion call where the Feast of the Lord is going to be going on. Amen? Amen. Good night. God bless you. Love you.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.